is explaining how whatever happens to us in life, whatever happens, whatever we hear, whatever we're involved in, how we have to learn how to give it back to a Baruch Now, what does that mean to give it back to a Baruch How do you send something to back to the uh, to the one who sent it to you? So that's the whole point. And he was explaining the Gemara, Shuvu Banam Shavavim, Shuvu Banam, to return to Kaddish Baruch Hu everything. That means our normal way of dealing with uh, the example that he was using was a, a, a thought that's not a good thought. Well, it's a thought, a thought, God forbid, of uh, fear of something that maybe there is no God. Or a thought, Chas Shalom, of, uh, of something, Gilai Rai, so whatever it is, a thought that, that, that we're not supposed to have. So, our normal way, the usual way of trying to deal with that is to struggle with it and, 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 and to try not to think about it, which is, okay, fine. But Lamaiser, the Avoida of a Jew who has made his life into a carbon oil, remember that's what we're learning, how do you make your life into a carbon oil, where everything in your life is brought up to Hashem. So the way that you do that is with that kind of a thought, Lamashal, would be, Lamashal, I know that you sent me this thought. This comes from you. And why did you send it to me? You didn't send it. You, did, you didn't send it over to me that I should that I should get lost in this and have a problem with it. That it should God forbid hurt me. That's not why you sent it to me. Ellie, you must have sent it to me because you know that my avoider now is holding by this opinion to have this nisayin, so that I should be able to overcome this. And that's what I need to become to have this point of bechir right now and to become better from it. So. I'm sending this back. That's how you send it back to the one who sent it to you. Instead of taking it upon yourself, which is what we always do, living that, that miserable, lonely existence where we usually end up getting deeper and deeper into the problem, by shuvabanim, by sending it back to Kaddish Baruch and engaging Hashem's Baruch in that in you. And saying, not, I'm not blaming you, because I know that it's Latayim. I know it's for Ta'elas. I know that you're doing this for my, in order that I should become a better, a better person to become an El You're sending it to me, but I, I don't, I don't know how to use this. I don't know what to do about this. this is, I don't want to have this, and I'm asking you to help me with it. And then when a person brings a Kaddish Baruch Hu to that, into that shutfus, into that shutfus, to be together with a Kaddish Baruch Hu, and that's called living life of a carbon island, which makes things infinitely better. So he's explaining this on Kufnun Hay. That bidiburo on top, bidiburo yetsar ha'adam kli. Any time when a person speaks, he's making a kli. Munachas kan hakarisha or higim erbanim shalom. A person, a person comes to understand that whatever whatever or reaches a person, it comes by way of that by by way of akadzbaruch. It comes to from a Kaddish Baruch The Machshavah Higim Ha'Rabbanishlam. The thought came from the Rabbanishlam. As I hear Razeh Atanasatali, this thought, this feeling, you sent to me. As I Ratz Nazeh Atanasatali, this desire, this Ratzin Atanasatali. Kaidem Tzarech Adam Lishtamish Ba'Isim Hirurim. Va'Acha Kain Lachzirim Lerabbanishlam. You have to. You have to. See what these to, to, to see what is this here and lachzir lebanim shalom to return it. Bein imaduba beherur banim zehu ratzin etshukas shenerui im haadam 
Al Haodim Lahamidis Atma Vlami Rabbi Shalom Atanasatali Ratsan Zeh. You sent me this Ratsan, you gave me this desire. Shain Kharitsa Shastamashita. But you're telling me, you're sending this to me, right? You've sent me this you're sending me this Ratsan, but you're telling me that I don't want you to use it. I don't want you to use it. Right? And and not only that, but the whole tachlis of you sending it to me is that I should be able to say I'm not using it. I don't want to use it. Therefore, I'm asking you, take it back. Take this back. I know that I know that you're sending this to me so that I should reject it. Right? Just like the just like the famous marshal on Kufnun Hay. The famous marshal in the Zara Kaddish where the king tests his son by the king hires the king hires a, a woman of ill repute the king hires a Zaina to go and to seduce the son to see if the son to see if the son is a person of moral of some moral standing so the king himself hires this woman but the king wants that the son should reject this 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 woman and that the son should should, should, should uh, throw her out that's what she's getting paid to do to be rejected but she she has to make it as good a seduction as possible so it will be the biggest Nisayan that's possible so that the prince will be able to reject and to, to, and to succeed in that Nisayan so the, the success in the Nisayan is measured by the prince sending the Zaina back to the king even though he doesn't know where, where, where he doesn't know that the Zaina came from the king but but to send the Zaina back to where she came from that's the Nisayan so so when a person when a person is sent a machshava a rotsen, and he has a machshava or a rotsen for something that he should not be having so then he says you sent this to me and the whole rotsen that you have is that I should not open up this this uh, box I shouldn't open up this envelope and I just put a thing and I tell the mailman return to sender and that's that's the Nitzachan. That's the victory in that Nitzachan. <coughs> Return to the sender. Yeah. We just had a in Chagiga now that the um, it compared Arias to Gzela. I forgot what about what, but it yeah. said that's compared. But the difference is the Gzela, it's only when it's in front of you inside. The the other one is constantly yeah. there, even if it's not in front of you. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. now we learned that shot and that it, that's, that's coming from. It's like that, that's right. That, that's and if you take something that you're not supposed to be doing, that's a bikini exile. It's also bikini exile. Anything anything that a person in other words, it's things that are being sent our way to tempt us. You know, like like a person they say the I remember hearing years ago an old rabbi said that that uh, there was a person in shul that he suspected of being dishonest for many reasons. So he put so he put in a uh, he put a, a ten dollar bill into the chumash. This guy's chumash, the chumash there, whatever someone had said, on the by the pasuk like he put in a ten dollar bill. So then, so then the guy put back in the rabbis a bookmark where it says Lufni Eva Loisi Ten Okay, like I understand where it came from, but I couldn't visit. So this this avoid of a person sending it back to Kaddish Baruch. It's not by, that you're by yourself. The way we usually think of it is like, uh, you know, we're just by ourselves, and we got this mashallah. 
and the machshava comes from within ourselves. It's totally self-generated. So we're alone in this, and it's a very, very hard thing to overcome. And that's that's the machshava. But when a person when a person understands that the rots and the machshava and the taiva is a direct delivery from the from the Shalom. Even if you say, what do you mean, how can the Rosh Hashanah be saying to me? I know I'm having such a machshava because I was watching the thing on the television last night or I saw on the internet. That's a machshava. Yeah, that's what the Rosh Hashanah is sending you to be mesach in that Indian. You ready? It's bad enough you messed up last night when you turned on the machine. So now he's sending you, he's giving you a chance to be mesach in that Indian. And how are you going to fix it? How are you going to be in that Indian? The way to be mesach is is by saying, Rosh Hashanah, you're sending this to me now and I'm sending it back to you. I'm sending it back to you. I'm asking you to take this back. I'm asking you to take this away from me. <coughs> That's what it means when it says in the Gemara. Right? Yitzhak Shalom is Gabal of Chalyayim, and Me'ena Kadesh Baruch Hu Ayizrai, Eniyachal. That's the simple Pshat in the Gemara. The Gemara says the Inkadushan that the Yitzhak of a person is getting stronger and stronger every day and is seeking to destroy him. He's trying to destroy us. And if not for Hashem's help, you can't win. So we always think that we just, you know, we hope that, that, that Hashem will help me. I don't know. But here it's much more personal, much more direct. That this way of living as a carbon oiler, where every single experience of your life you attach, you connect, you associate to Hashem, which is the truth, which is the Messiah. So it's not just that you hope that Hashem will help you. But that you you speak directly to the Baruch Shalom and tell him, as I say, Kayach Shunoswadam, the very same Kayach that you give me, Hulakech Aisa Chazar L'Shayshim, I give back to a Shayish, which is Hashem. Meila Yachal Hadam Lamad B'Mochamah Mul Hayetzar. That gives you much much more strength to to to, to be able to be in this Mochamah and to be successful in this Mochamah with the Yetzar. We have to Hashem Lakecha. I mean, I'm sorry. Even if you think just like in a push it away, like you know, they have these tests where they, where they have people being psychological tested psychologically. They'll watch to see certain babies. It's like the fact that you, the fact that a person is conscious of being watched, and like you know, you're in a room and you're in an empty room, and they say, "Why don't you just sit here for a few minutes, Mister? You know, whatever. Sit here for a few minutes." And you know that you're being observed. Like there's like this, there are people sitting like in this room next door with their notebooks or something watching you. So when you, when a person when a person is conscious of that, now we all believe that comes broken that he's watching us, but we don't live in that state of give and take. It's like you're in a room, and even though you know that you're being watched, if you don't actually say, if you don't verbalize that and articulate in a very clear way. I know that you're here. It's a funny thing, but when you start saying that, I know that you're watching me. I know that I'm being watched. When a person starts to even to be mighty with his devil, it's such a thing that I know that I'm being watched, as opposed to just understanding it. When you start to talk about it, and you start to, to speak even to the, to the people that you know, even though you can't see them, but you know that they're somewhere here, so then, so then you, you're already, you already are returning the whole Indian back to them. <clears throat> so that's what it means. Vahatas Hashem lekecha b'chol levavcha b'chol nafshcha b'chol meidecha. So you still love our Kadosh Baruch Hu b'chol levavcha b'nafshcha b'nafshcha. Vahafta 
the word Yahavta, Ahava, Aleph Hey, Vez Hey, is the Gematria Echad. Ahava is the Gematria Echad, one. Yehudi Tzarech Lehoi Vizakadosh Baruch Hu Bechol Levalcha. What does it mean, Ahava equals Echad? It tells you what is Ahava, what does it mean to love God? It means that any time, any thought that you have, you are always one with Hashem. Ahava, to love, means to constantly be in touch. To be constantly in touch. That's what Ahava is. To be constantly aware of. So when you say Vahafta, which is Ahav is Echa, it means in all of your thoughts. So you're having a thought, you don't you don't experience that thought as something which is separate from Akadash Baruch Hu, you connect it back to Hashem. Just like we're learning, even a, even a terrible or inappropriate thought, you don't allow that to remain by itself. You connect it back to Hashem. That's Ahava, that's called love. Every single machshava that you have, you reattach it, you connect it back to Hashem's Baruch. He person knows that this machshava came to him, They even have now on the cell phone that someone calls you, you can you can press a button and it automatically calls back the person that sent it to you right away. You don't have you, you get the, the call and you press the button and it sends it right back. Such a, a mahalach that we have. So you know that it came to you. Where did it come to you from? It came to you through the Creator. And the one who wants you to send it back and will help you to send it back is at least if you remember who sent it to you. That's a kaddish baruch. If you remember that it's from him, and you say, I know that it's from you, and v'yahavta means, ahava means echad, I'm not letting a thought without you being part of this thought. I'm not allowing that to happen to me. Every thought, you're in every thought, you're connected to every thought. So then you could send it back to HaKadosh Baruch. And you'll be able to be victorious in that, Melchama. Bechol nafshecha, with all of your soul. Chazal, Chazal taught us on Bechol Nafshecha, Afilu hu noitlas Nafshecha. Bechol Nafshecha, Afilu noitlas Nafshecha. It means even if he takes your life, even if you have to give up your life, Afilu noitlas Nafshecha. What does that mean? Klemahu lakerchas an nefesh shalcha elav. Doesn't mean that you have to die. I mean, sometimes it happens, but it doesn't. Mesiris nefesh, Mesiris nefesh. The, the way we normally translate Mesiris Nefesh means giving up my life. But that sounds like if you're walking in the street and a guy comes over to you, or not even that, you're walking in the street and you lose your wallet. So that's not called giving over your wallet, it's just losing your wallet. Giving over means to somebody, right? <coughs> to give over means exactly that, giving it over to somebody else. What's Mesiris Nefesh? What's Mechol Nafshecha? Bechol nafshcha means when there's something not just that you're not just that something that you're interested in. Bechol nafshcha means when there's something that your nefesh, that your soul is so connected to that let's say a person has an addiction, an addiction, whatever it is, drinking, smoking, whatever it is, but it's very very strong. That is 
or on a deeper level, if it's to a person, God forbid. I was just, I was just, uh, there was a person, uh, not from, not from, uh, from the area, but from, from some place, a different, uh, I just spoke on the phone a few times, not from New York, but a person that, uh, that, that is, is involved in, in an affair with a, in a, with a single woman, but he's married with a few children, he's involved in an affair. And he's mishigga, mishigga with this, with this woman, with this mishigga. And it's been going on already for a long time. So, so I spoke to him a few times, and and and, and he, um, you know, he finally broke he broke it off with this girlfriend. He broke it off. I mean, I hope it'll. It's been It's been going already two weeks. I hope it'll be he'll be strong. Because she called him and he didn't call back, and she texted him. And he, he's being good. So I told him this over and over. You know, you, you, you know, you have no idea what a tumult that makes in Shemayim. Such a thing. Who you, what a person, what a balmadrega you are. That that it wasn't that you like that you liked, you know, like somebody who likes pizza, and the doctor said, you know, you 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 you, you gained a lot of weight. It's not good for you. Give up pizza. Even that, the person feels like is mischievous nephews. They're mischievous nephews. Because he likes pizza, now he's not eating pizza. But here, the guy's mushugi in love. He's not happily married. He's not happily married. But don't care. But the wife is not a bad person, and he doesn't have. He doesn't hate her. It's just, it's like he's not happy. No, he's not happy. But there are a bunch of kids, you know. So it's not so pleasant. You understand? So uh, if there would be misery, abuse, but it's not. So she's not happy. He met this uh, pretty young girl, and you know. So. It's, and it's going on for a long time. So it's b'chol nafshecha that when your your nefesh is already bound to something, b'chol nafshecha you feel that your nefesh is attached to something. And to give that up, b'chol nafshecha, to be moisa nefesh means I can't do this on my own. I don't know. And I was talking about this. I'm saying you have to ask Hashem to help you with this. You can't do this. I'm saying that you sent this you sent this new dimension of nefesh to me. That for the first time in, in 30 years or something, I have this this Indian inside of my heart, a feeling such a, a feeling such a a to feeling so drawn to a woman. But he doesn't have for his wife much. You know. So he has such a his gabris of of what of nefesh that I haven't had since I'm since I'm you know since I'm 20 years old, it's 22 years old, whatever. So Hashem sent that to you. You had to send it back to him. That's what it means. That's what it means to be moisa nefesh. Mesirus nefesh, to be moisa nefesh, to give it back to the one who sent it. To give it back to the Vaishnav who sent it to you and say, Vaishnav, you sent this my way. Why did you send this girl into my life? You're sending this girl into my life that I should ruin my kids? I don't hate my wife. I just, uh, there's nothing much to do. But you, I, I, I want to I I take my, my children with my wife under the chuppah, right? You can get crazy, but you say, I want to take my kids to the chuppah with my, with my wife. She's good to them. She, she, the, the kids, the kids don't need any kind of a problem like this in their lives at this point. That we should, God forbid, do such a thing to break up. And I should ruin, and and that, and to ruin my reputation, and and and, and to become such a person. You can't be that. That's what you want me to do, Hashem. You don't want that to happen. So why did you send this to me? Why did you send it to me? But this is a nisayin, a big nisayin. But you have to be To be moise nefesh means I give you back my soul. Just like when a person is sometimes killed, it happens that a Jew gets killed, he gives back his soul to the Vajra. 
There's no bigger thing than to give back b'chol avocha, b'chol nafshecha. It's a big avayda. The, the, the bigger the nefesh, the bigger the, the bigger the mesivus nefesh. The bigger the mesivus nefesh. It's very hard. But that's something that I feel a nightless nafshecha. Sometimes you feel, that if I give, this, this guy that I'm talking to, because if I give up this, if I give up this girlfriend, there's nothing left of me. I'll become like a, empty. He's doing it. This is a big thing. Our generation, this is the Ikavoid of our generation, is that these kind of inyanim are different madragas. And these inyanim. And these inyanim. Of Bechal Nafshech, of Mesivus Nefesh. Our Zaydis and Bobbies, they were more killed. Okay, this is Shem. We go through like a, a thousand deaths you know, every day. Okay, this is Shem. Mesivus Nefesh. Mesivus Nefesh. That's what it is. Because these are the room that have to take place before Mashiach comes. Dafkin this Indian. It's not to go into right now, which the Quran talks about all this form. But especially in Gilei Rais. But not, not only, but especially in Gilei Rais. Chol I feel a nightless nafshecha. Sometimes you feel that if I give this up, I'm going to die. I can't go on living like this. I can't go on living with unhappiness. This girlfriend will make me happy. My wife is not making me happy. I can't go on living. I feel like I'm dying if I give this up. So the Rosham says to you, no, afal pichei, chal nafshchem, zafil anaitlas nafshchem. To be a Jew means even if you have to die. But that's not even with a Nazi standing over your head with a gun. Some Cossack or something, it means chal nafshchem. To do the right, to do the right thing, to do the right thing. So chal nafshchem. Afil anaitlas nafshchem. Sometimes it comes in a different way. Let's say, let's talk about it in a nicer way, in a, in a, in a, in a different manner. A person feels like, if, if I if I spend another 30 seconds on Shemun I feel like I'm dying. <laughs> These words in my mouth are like poison. So we dive And if someone says, take another minute. You can say, it's another minute. Two minutes. But you feel like you're gonna die. You feel like it's mamish like death. You can't do it. And you and for years, even though you know it's the right thing to do, why can't this die? A little bit slow to say. To say the words. Because it's mamish a tamisa. It's a tamisa. When you're in such a hurry, you're in such a hurry. <laughs> like I was telling, like one of the kids, I said, you know, don't, don't me, I shouldn't even say to me, I said, don't me try to take out the garbage. So I started to watch. You talk on the phone for three hours. <laughs> Five seconds, I'm saying. Yeah, but now, Davke, I have to go to the... You know what I'm saying? When I was on the phone, if you would have asked me to take the garbage while I was on the phone, I would have been all right. But now I have to do this. It's a time misa. You don't want to do something. And, and you have to give up your nefesh. So even, I'm not, even not for a bad thing, for a good thing, for davening. Another 30 seconds. You feel that for you to give that to the Baruch Shalom, for you to give that to him, it's like giving up your life. At that moment. Because your, your nefesh is saying... You know, get out of here, make a phone call, grab a bite, whatever your nefesh is telling you. And the Bereshim says, Bechol ma'ashecha. Ahava means echad. Echad means that I'm always part of your thoughts, I'm part of your feelings. 
So right now, take another 30 seconds and say the words normal. So you don't have to say it, you know, like a big tzaddik, but say it regular. Say it no worse than you would say to a person. Because no one talks to a person like that. Nobody, no normal person talks like that. They, they take you off the this, this speech therapy. No one talks like that. No one talks like that in life. You know, how you doing today? What are you doing? No one talks like that. It's tachanulim gedaber rush. Like it says in Pesach, you, 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 I mean, there's something especially if you need something, you talk with tachanulim. Your ears can you cry? talk in such a different way of talking. It's thirty seconds, a minute. It's b'chol nafshecha. It's not vayda b'chol nafshecha. B'shas ma'isa. I feel a neitos nafshecha. Kolim hu lakech is a nefesh chaylav. A nefesh kshur muchedes in barim. That's the point. You say to Rishon, I feel to me this feels like dying. It feels so, it's so hard for me. I can't do it. I, I'm, I'm asking you, I'm sending this back to you, that you should help me. To live in this state of, of oneness with Hashem all the time. Of course, Chazal say there in the Gemara, that means to be ready to give up, to, ready, to be prepared to give up all your possessions, everything you own, all your money, to give up to be a Yid. To give up, to a person to give up. There are people that for them to give, to, for them to give tzedakah, to give money, it feels like, that's what the Gemara, that's how the Gemara explains. Why well, you have to say, right? Because there are people that for that person to give up money, it's harder than giving up his life. There are people like that. For this person to, to give up, to give to somebody, to give up his, you see that there are people that they work, that they work in such a way that, they, that they're hurting their lives. Even physically, the way that they work, the hours that they keep, and how they work, and the way that they—that means that their money is more to them than their lives. Because everybody always laughs when they hear that Gemara. What kind of? You telling me that there's a yid that, that yeah, that you think it's some like some cheapskate that you once met 40 years ago. That that guy, he'd rather you know he'd he'd rather die than give somebody tzedakah. That's not not to go like such a marshal like that. Just think about yourself. Are you prepared not only to give up life in this world, but even the next world? That's even crazier. The cheapskate is only, you know, for this world. He doesn't matter, even believe in the next world. That so he's giving up another world. He just doesn't want to give up any of his money in this world. But a person, if someone says to you, well, maybe you can come home, at a, you're already 40 years old, why don't you come home at a normal time? You could be with your family, you could learn, you could dive in a little bit. No, why don't you? you? You could already afford the mortgage, you could already pay for the tuition. So, so why don't you? Chalmai Dechel says, that there's such a thing as a person who loves his money more than he loves anything else. There is such a thing. More than he loves the Barnishlam. The Barnishlam says, come home. If you come home at 6 o'clock, you could, you could take care of the family, you could help the kids with the homework, and you could learn for two hours. You could still learn for a couple hours. So he says, no. The Barnishlam says, Bechal Ma'edecha. You said every day. They have to. It's Bechal Ma'edecha. And to give up. It's Messius Nefesh. It's very, very hard. Bechal Ma'edecha is very hard. It's not just talking about some cheap person who doesn't want to give tzedakah. It's talking about a person that... that that's working and working and working. He, he has en- he has enough money to manage more than manage, and and he keeps on keeps on doing it. Even though it takes away from his yiddish, kind of takes away from his from from his avoid and everything else. And it takes away even from his 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 health, his physical health, the kind of hours that he keeps, the way that he drives himself and keeps. Again, I'm not talking about a person that can't support his family. Obviously, he has to do whatever he has to do to support his family. I'm talking about a person that's that's a diver, You can already support a few families. So then he'll say, well, look, this way I can help other Jews. 
And okay, only the Rishon knows these chashbonos. There is such a thing as a person who is moiser nefesh on, on a different level, just to help other people. There is such a thing, and and it, it, it's a big madrega. People that do that. Okay, but I'm not talking about those kind of bala madregas. He's doing it for, for himself, for himself. Whatever it means to accumulate more, to build up more, to have more. Or he says it's for my children, it's for my grandchildren, whatever. These far as each person is different. But it's bechol meidech and bechol ma'aincha. Gamis and Yitzaytes are rechaykim shaladim shemispashtim b'mamaynay. You know everything that you own, everything that you have, like a tzaddik says in all the tzaddikim, everything that a person has is a reason why that particular thing has some Yitzaytes of your of your neshama, some sparks of who you are are in everything that you own. Like how did that how did that particular cell phone end up in your possession? They make millions of them. This one came to you, or this table, or this chair, or this pillow, rice, everything. That a person owns is—it's not just that it happened. It means that for, for, there's a connection between between the person and that particular thing. That doesn't mean you can't sell it. If you want to sell it, you can't throw it out if it's no longer usable. But it means that it's not stam a coincidence. There is a connection in ruchnis between a person and all of his possessions. And that means that that's what he's saying, that there's a hispashtus of a person, that the person, there's an extension of the person into his belongings, into his possessions, into his house for sure. Into everything that a person owns, there's an extension of himself. And, who, and, and a person realizes this, and who raisem li'ahave, raisem means to attach, to bind up. Who raisem li'ahave l'achdesem abayri. All of this is part of this connection, his attachment to the Bayri Shalom. Every single thing in his life, he, he, can, he connects to Hakadosh Baruch. So then a person could ask, "Rabbanishon, you gave me this money. Why did you give this to me? What do you want me to do with this money? You give it back to Hashem. That doesn't mean you have to put it all into pushka. But it means you use the money in the in the way that if a person if a person goes to the store, he's about to buy himself a television set, and he and he, he takes out his it's hard because nobody uses cash anymore. It used to be a person that had a little bit of a felicitous dust, and he would see the green. But now it's just credit cards. But if a person stops and thinks, Rabbi you gave me this money. Do you want me to buy a television with this money? I'm not talking about anything fancy. It's not uh, It's not complicated. Do, do you want me to use this money to buy a television? You have to give it back to because you borrowed the money. You gave me this money. If you think it's your own money, so then you go do what you want with it. Just like if, if some other guy told you, uh, I don't think you should be buying that. You'd say, well, what are you telling me what I should buy? So that, but, but when it comes to Hakadosh Baruch Hu, you can't say that. So you say, Rabbi Shalom, you gave me this money. I'm giving it back to you. What it means to say I'm giving back to you, you don't have to put it into any envelope. It doesn't mean you have to give it away to the stock. It means I'm asking you, show me, teach me, and help me. How do you want me to use this money? What should I do with this money? What do you want me to do with this? You gave it to me. Now what? And you, and you keep that open with Hakadosh Baruch Hu. You keep it open. You, you move to a, you move to a wrong kind of a neighborhood when it's not good for your children, the chinuch it's not good for you, the chaveim. So the version did you want me to buy a place? You want me to buy a place over here? You want me to live over here? With your children, you send your child to school. Version, why did you give you gave me this kid? No, you gave me this child. Why did you give me this child? Why did you give me this kid? You gave me this kid that I should be able to. Walk on the avenue and show everybody how cute my kid is. How cute this kid is. 
why did you give me this kid? What? Look, you gave me this job. You gave me this job that I should be able to, because you know that 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 myself and my wife, that we have the kaiches to raise this child to be an Eved Hashem. So when you when you decide where to send your kid to school, you send the kid back to Hashem. <coughs> where does your kid go to school? He goes to the Masif Turkey. In this world, I'm sending him back to Hashem as well. What if that neighbor doesn't have the right school for your kid? So either you get a good bus or you move. But I, but over here, I got a, I got a house for a hundred thousand dollars less, and it comes with, it comes with like a sauna or something. Yeah, all right. It's called the sauna. But but your kid's chinuch is not. It's not going to be over. Here. It's not good over here. The chinuch for your child, wherever it's not good. You get a job offer in some in some place, some town somewhere, and it's not it's not really a, the right school there for the children of that kind of Yiddishkeit or whatever it might be. So that's what it means. You have to send that back to Kadosh Baruch Hu. you gave me this profession, you gave me this money, you gave me this thing. So now what do I do? With it? What do I do with this profession? Do I use this in a way that's going to hurt my children? Do I use this in a way that's going to put them in the wrong place? So now I'm going to move to some place, you know, where there's, uh, where there's uh, hardly any, you know, uh, learning, and uh, bring my child to this place. You know, sometimes a person has to. There's no choice. Going to do. Well, I'm talking about persons about bechira. So that's what it means to send it back to Hashem as well. Why did you give me this money, a person? A person who's a carbon oiler. A carbon oiler means that every single moment of your life is with is echad. Ahava, you have to bechol of It means ahava means echad. A person who lives in this way of ahava. Always asks the question, why are you giving this to me? Why? You see that if you ask that question, then you do better by the children. Same thing if you get angry. You get angry. If something happens, why did this, why, you sent this Indian in my life right now. Did you send this Indian in my life right now that I should scream and, and knock my head on the, on the wall and, and carry on like a lunatic? Is that what you sent it to me? No, you sent it to me for my good. It's not good for me to act like that. It's not good that my children should see me that way. It's not good for my blood pressure. It's not good for my marriage. I'm yelling and screaming. So why did you send it? You sent it for my good. What is the good? The good is, take it back. Take it back. Take it back. Sydney, take it back. You send it back to Akadosh Baruch. That's what I mean, Shuvu Bana. That we should learn how to be people who know how to send things back. Shuvu Bana. Who send it back to the Baruch Im Adam Eino Makufnun Vav. If a person does not send back to Gizbro all of the feelings of the heart, all of his thoughts, all of his Lavavcha, all of his Nafshaka. Even the things that he has, why do I have them? What do I, what do I need this for? What am I using this for? If, if, if you don't send everything back in your life, and, and with everything that you have, and all your feelings, and all your thoughts, if you don't connect them all to Kaddish Baruch Hu, that means you're not yet one with him. So we always say we don't know what it means to love God. What does that mean to love Hashem? This is what it means. It means, means that you begin to live this kind of a life 
not talking yet about emotions. A life where every single kudah of life, you are one. Ahav is the gematria erchad. You are one with the kadosh baruch And every single thing, every single thing is with that cheshbon, that cheshbon of erchad. I just saw the sweetest thing I saw. That it's going back some years. So it said Reb Shlomo Zalman Arbach was Reb Shlomo Zalman Arbach was on a was on a bus in Yerushalayim. He used to go on the buses. Reb Shlomo Zalman Arbach was on a bus, and and a very inappropriately dressed woman came and sat herself next down right next to the Gadol Hadar. Sat on the bus next to Reb Shlomo Zalman. Okay, that's not that's not. That can't go on, right? So, Rav Shlomo Zaman waited two seconds, says, and he got up and he rang the bell. He rang the bell, and um, and he got off at the next stop. Wasn't his stop yet? Chlamat. So the Baruch that was with him didn't know what was going on. He went off with Rav Shlomo Zaman, <laughs> and and he says, hey, what, are, "What are we doing here in the middle, in the middle of nowhere?" Shlomo says, "So I just want to go here. I want to get the next bus." We're going to wait for another bus. So the Bachar said, "We could, well, we could have, I could have, we could have gone to another seat in, in, in the bus. There was a lot of empty seats. That's what, that's what the from always the right. We could have gone to, could have gone to another seat. Or I was also prepared to ask the lady politely, would you mind?' It's Rabbi Shlomo Zalman Arba. That's what the Bachar said. <coughs> so Shlomo Zalman said, "What for? What if I get up and move to another seat? It's pagan in her." It's an insult to a person. Someone sits down next to you and you get up and you walk away and you sit someplace else. I've done that a thousand times. <laughs> just, I don't mean it. I just well, I don't know who the person is. I don't care. It's nice. You move over to another place. So Shlomo's Amr said that the, I thought for a second, what am I going to do? And the only eights I can come up with was, she doesn't know. She thinks it's my stop. So I ring the bell and I get off. I can, I can wait another few minutes for another bus. another shackle or whatever. That's that you can't you can't fake that because in that split second the, a person who lives like that there are some in that place of everything is the rotten Hashem everything is the rotten Hashem so another person would just move to the other chair but okay so that what he did was he wasn't nichshul by sitting next to a woman but he was nichshul in a benam chaveru in you right in benam chaveru he is nichshul because he made a person feel bad possibly so it was a nichshul. And plus, you know that the non from always upset that the chaveidim like this and like that. So, the so Rabbi Shlomo eights on the split second that comes from that that mind of that's echad but Hashem is that that to please the Rabbi Shlomo, but we'll give nachas work to the Rabbi Shlomo right now. Will be to to wait a little bit, a few minutes, and to pay another shekel and to go to another. That's all. But that's not void of a person to live like that. That's a habas Hashem. That's v'yahavta. And unless a person is with Hashem's Baruch Echad consistently throughout the day and throughout time, he could be a very nice Jew, he is, uh, gets rewarded in Shemayim for every mitzvah, but Vyahafta, it's not yet Vyahafta. Vyahafta, it's not Vyahafta. Is a Kerkesh Baruch Shatfilatia Kli Amiti, Laskash, Vachalamach, Venish, Sagidan, Avayis Baruch, Vyas Kerim, Lavamis, that we should be Zarechim, Bez Hashem, all of us to be, to be with all of our. With every part of ourselves, we should be zayich to be attached to Kadosh Baruch. Now, in Parakezai, he speaks about year. Year is one of the most unpopular topics. Is one of the least popular. It means we don't even like the word year because it means to be afraid. 
and fear is an emotion that nobody is comfortable with. Fear is something we don't like. All of our lives, we try to avoid being in situations where we feel where we feel afraid. And because of that, Yiras Hashem, Yiras Shemayim, Yiras Hashem Yiras Shemayim, is an avoider that weak people such as ourselves were living at a time that were, were very very weak. Yiras is not a strong point. But it's the shortest of all of our avoid is Yiras Hashem. So we have to learn how to strengthen within ourselves Yerushalayim and to understand the different levels of Yerushalayim. To be what does it mean to be a God-fearing Jew and to get over that Indian that we grow you know that feeling like being afraid is not a good emotion, being afraid is not healthy, being afraid is not good. There is an unhealthy way of being afraid, but that's not what Yerushalayim means. Yiras Hashem is a very, very healthy and wonderful thing to feel. We just don't know what it is. So let's start. Kufnun Zayin. Nizbar Adkai, Shabaifin Klali Yeshnam Arbarishlam. So far we've learned that in general there are four stages. Aleph, Zichirish Yeshbar Elam. That's what we began the Sefer with. Remembering that there's a creator of the world. Thinking about that and remembering. Beis. Hakara b'chush shakadzbroch nitzav liyad adam, mamish feeling and recognizing that the Rebbeinu Shlom is is right here with me. Gimel amuna b'shgacha pratis, strengthening our belief that every single thing that happens is b'shgacha pratis, is directly from Hashem's word. And Dalad tefila kol pratu prat imahalachai. Dawud is every single moment of your life With every single thing that happens in your life You live in Tefillah with David And we're speaking to Hashem That's what we were just learning Tefillah is also built upon this Yisai This foundation Of feeling that our very oilam is carved by feeling the closeness, the presence of Hashem. Omnam b'davazeh say their ha'avayda ena muchlad. However, he says, in this in this Indian, the seder of avayda is not clear, is not 100% certain. Who mishtanim me adam la adam? Me oilam me adam adam. It varies from one person to the other. He's going to explain what that means. There are some people that their avoider begins with remembering there's a creator, thinking about his Gokha Pratis, davening to Hashem, and, and as a result of all of that, it'll make it easier. They'll be able to feel God's presence. It begins with these Shlavim. With those shlavim, with those stages, and then that leads to a feeling of God's presence. But there are people who are just the opposite. You have to. There are people for, for whom it, they begin with feeling with feeling God's presence, and the and from there to talk to Him and that's and well, obviously that's that's taken by this point. That's that's clear. But there are people who work in that opposite way. They first need to feel bechush, like children. Children always feel that naturally the child doesn't. The child feels bechush that, that there's something happening in his life, and he builds up his his thought process, whatever immature thought process a kid has. 
he builds it up from what he what he feels. An adult, most mostly an adult, will go the other way. He works through a certain Indian in his machshavas and what makes sense, and he works through the Indian in the, the hagation, and then and then he's able to feel something lemaisi. He's able to feel to to, be, to have a chush for something. So, but even with adults, it varies from one person to the other. Is the avayda more in the way of you know chabad chacham binadaz chesigot v'esnei zochay malchus, or does it begin more with malchus, which is the chush that you that you need to feel something, and from that feeling you could then work your way up to machshavas to to, to and so on to a higher level. It goes like this, and like that. People are different. People are different. So, but, but these are the these are the four shlavim of a person's avodah. Hashlav haba shel avodah So we spoke already. Now we're talking a little bit about ahava. We'll talk more about it. Love of God and fear of God. The gamkan. Excuse me. Here too, the seida hakdamas of the varam ahava yira. There are two mahalchim here with Ahav and Yira, love and fear. There are two approaches that we find in Chazal. There's an approach that begins with fear and leads to love, and there are others, and there are even with each person, there are different times in life, but other people, that it's just the opposite. It begins with Ahava, with love, and from the Ahava, the person can come to feel fear. Nehemah B'Pasik It says in the Pasik that we all know Sur me rav Go away from evil and do what's good Sur me rav ha-seitoiv Ha-yishihikdim ha-pasik is a sur me rav The Pasik first puts sur me Stop doing what's bad And va-seitoiv And then do what's good the simple pshat in the Pasuk is telling you that the order is be afraid be afraid to do the wrong thing be afraid of getting punished and then you focus more on doing the right things this is of course the Seder in the Musa where the emphasis is on to begin with being afraid going away recognizing how bad and evil this thing is and, and pulling myself away from it and eventually to come to a feeling of, of love of Ahava. But Sumi Ravasaitai, the simple pshat, means that Yira, fear, comes before love. And if you're careful with the Sumira, like the Yira, Vilu, right, and to, to work on that, Vilu Asiyas Taiv Navasmi Ahava. Sumira comes from fear. I'm not going to do this because I'm afraid of the consequences. I'm not going to I'm not gonna turn the light on a child because I'm afraid that uh, you know at 120 I'm gonna get in trouble. Or I'm afraid that uh, someone's going to see me doing this and it'll be embarrassing, whatever. But that first, that first uh, feeling of sur meira, or that decision of sur meira, of course, is connected to yira, being afraid. I'm afraid, therefore I stay away from this. The child learns that the oven is hot because once he, he touched it and he learns, I'm af- and he says, he's afraid of this, and he stays away from it. Sur meira is connected to yira. But to do something that's good and do something that's right, that's nevas mehava. That is connected to the emotion of loving. As the Ramban writes in his Perush and Chumash, 
This is the Ramban's words. Kimidas Zochor. Ramzu B'mitzvah Sasei. It says by Shabbos, Zochor V'Shabbos. Zochor means to remember. It's a positive. Shomer means to be to, to be guarded and to be careful, to guard, to be careful. Zochor is in a positive way. Shomer is more to be to be watchful and to be careful. Protect yourself. Shomer. Shmira. Sterban explains, Kimida Zochor, Ramzu B'mitzvah Sasei. That the word Zohar on a bigger level is connected to all positive commandments. Like we find many times in Chumash, the Rashi says to remember and to keep the mitzvahs. So Zchira means that which is positive. Mitzvah says to want to do something for somebody that comes from love. There's an emotion of love that that drives a person to do more good. More for that person. That's Ahava. Vuhul Lamidah Sarachamim. Ya'isa mitzvah adainav, ahuvlai, va'adainav merachim alav. When you do for your master, you do for your master, and you remember your master. Not that he has to threaten you and scare you, but you want and you go to do things for him. That shows that you love him. That shows that you care for him. You're doing things beyond what is expected of you. That's called zakhir. And, and therefore the master will respond in such a way with ahava and rahmanas. Umidas shomer, on the other hand, the word shomer is b'mitzis loyseh saying. That's referring to be careful, be careful, don't do, the, don't do any averes. That is connected to the Midas Adin, which is the Midas of Yira. Now, the emotion that prevents a person from doing the wrong thing, that's called Yira. The emotion that motivates you to do the right thing, it's called Ahava. Next page, The person who is careful not to do things that his master does not want him to do, that comes from the feeling of fear. He's afraid either of getting punished, he's afraid of losing... Losing favor in his master's eyes, he's afraid of whatever it might be. Him came. Haposik makdim is a yira liahava. The posik, for its therefore sur meirava seitoiv. The posik puts yira before ahava. Sur meirava seitoiv. The posik puts yira before ahava. Sur meira means to to be afraid and to stay away from that which is bad. Va'asaytoiv means shomer, means to do what's good. Ahava. V'chein haderah shadarachu b'chelik m'gedali haderahs. Therefore we see that the g'dali haderahs, the tzaddikim had, many of them had this ma'alach, that the ikir is to begin in such a way, sh'avaydas odem l'hakdim is a yir l'ahava. That the emphasis is on fear. That's the emphasis is on fear, and that's the beginning of one's avaydah. Reish is chachmi yosashan. That's the beginning of one's avoid. Lock them is a year early. I have. Why is that? Why do we mark the year to have? Because only the the only the book we're going to learn all about. The book. Okay. We're going to, the different madrigas of year we're going to be learning. 
But we understand that Pashas, that a person, that, that if a person is mixed up with the wrong things, then if you, if, like, if go back to the, the, the guy, to the marshal, if a guy's, if a guy's with his, uh, with the wrong girl, then he's not, how's he supposed to feel anything for the right girl? No, you gotta get rid of the, you gotta get rid of the wrong girl first. You see that by a lot of people, that when they're, when they're in the wrong thing, that when they, when they finally get rid of that, then, then they're free to do the right thing. Huh? Yeah. So that that first way that the emphasis is on Yira, and 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 beginning with Yira, that emphasis of course is the way of the Bali Musa, of those Sadiqim in, in, in the later generations who who followed the path of Musa. On the other hand, we know the, what the Balshamtiv said about this pasuk Sumei Rav Asetayv. The pasuk Sumei Rav Asetayv, go away from evil and do good. The Balshamtiv said Sumei Rav, you want to get away from evil. I'll give you, I mean, I'm going to tell you the best Eitzah. I see his time. Just do good things. Don't think so much about the evil. Sumerad. Don't pay attention to the evil. You want to get over the evil? I say time. That's the main thing. It's just keep on doing good things. Do the right thing. The light of that will, will eventually will, 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 be, will bring you to that point where you'll, you'll be finished with, the, with, the, with that which is wrath. So in this case, we would say, if we introduce him to a mochosh of a lady, right? A lot of times, you know, if someone is mixed up in the wrong thing, he, just gotta, he has to get something better. He won't hear what you're telling him until he gets something better. He gets something better, oh, that's better. Then he's able to drop the thing that he, he drops it. That's the machlokes that we spoke many times about between Shammai, Bisham, Basil, about how you like Hanukkah and right? Whether you light one, two, three, one to eight, or eight to one. So the Tzidikim say, the Shem Yishmuel, the Tzidikim say, that Beishamah holds, Beishamah of course is Gvur, right? Everything in Beishamah is Din and Gvur, that's Beishamah. So Beishamah, even his name, the name is filled with fear. Shamah means what? Shema. What does Shema mean? It means perhaps. Because Shamah lived in constant fear. That word Shamah, Shema means I'm afraid this might happen to me, I'm afraid. Shema means Shamah. So Beishamah said that you, the order of Hanukkah candles is you light eight, and you work your way down to one. And Basil says no. Basil says you go from one to, to eight. And that's what we do. So the tzaddikim explain the machloikis is between the derech hamusim and the derech habosham, between sumer and asay toiv. There are two things, two ways of looking at at a flame. One is to create light, and the other way is to burn, to burn something. So Bishami says that you have to begin right away with, with the biggest, with eight candles, because that's a fire, a madura, to burn away. Until finally, you can get down to that one pure light, the first, that one candle that, that's called Ahavas Hashem. Basil says the other, the other way. Basil says, no, you light first that, what, that candle is Ahavas Hashem. You do something good. And then you, do, and you try to do a second good thing. And the third, he, looks, he focuses more on the light. And each mitzvah and each good thing is, is, is revealing more light, more light, more light. And in Mimela, the evil falls away. This was the machlekes also between Yaakov and Yisrael Tzadik, who to give the bracha for, you know, with, the, with Menashe and Ephraim. Menashe means the negative. Nashan Yilukim means to forget. It means Loisa Asay. Ephraim means Hifran Yilukim, means to, to increase, to add. The chilek is between the Talmud of and the Bali Musa. But the Bali Musa said that you have to avoid this Be'ikir Nashani, is to destroy that which is bad. To forget and turn away from all that is wrong, all that is bad. The Derech Shamtav was Ephraim to do more good, to add more good. 
and the male of the bed will go away. So the Indian of Yaakovino, the old way, this is the way the Ozhava and other Tidding explained, the old way in the old times was more focused on Sumera. Yaakovino therefore Yaakovino believed that Menashe should be the first. Menashe is the oldest, that's the oldest way. The oldest way is the way of, of what Sumera. So therefore he wanted that Menashe should be before Friday. Uh, Yosef, I'm sorry if I can't. Yosef at Sadiq. Just tell uh, Yosef at Sadiq's Indian, I'm, I, no. Yosef at Sadiq's Indian was what? He placed them in that order of Menashe before Ephraim because the Menashe is the oldest way. That way of Sumeira. And the Indian of Yosef at Sadiq is what? The Sadiq is the side of Ireland, the Sumeira. Sumeira. Yaakov, you know, said there's going to be a new Mahalach. And he places, he switches the Ephraim and Menashe. Because Yaakov Inu is the way of what? Of the, of the younger before the older. It means there's going to be a new way. So Oshiva says the Dechab HaShemta. Where there is going to be Hefrani. Ephraim comes before Menashe. The Deikir is the Hefrani. Yosef is the Tzadik who lives in that state of fear. Tzadik is Yosef. Yosef. The Indian of Yosef is Yosef Hashem. It's Sumerah. Yaakov Inu is saying that you're right. And there's a need for that in Klai Yisrael also. But there's going to come at the end of time, the Ica, the, there's going to be a new way, and the Ica Tachlis is going to be the Dechab al-Shantiv, which is Efrani Lakim, which is the Asay Taif. Sumerah, don't focus on the Ra, Asay Taif, to focus on the Taif. These are different Mahalchim, all the Machlogisin and Shas, and all the Machlogisin and Machshav and in Halach and Machshav are revolving around this, which is Chesed and Din. Chesed and Din. All the Machlogisin and Shas. In Chazal, and, and in this form, it's all a question of of Chesed Din, Chesed Din. So Sur Meira is the is the perspective of Din, and Asay Toiv is the Mahalach of of Chesed. So there are different there are different Mahalchim and different uh, Drachim. Now we're going to we're going to uh, talk about the different Drachim, the different Mahalchim, and the different levels of year, and we'll talk about how we could make something we could we could begin to work Lamaisa on strengthening our Yerushalayim.